0: everyone and welcome to Show Love. I'm Bronwyn Murphy and these new podcasts are small snippets into real human emotions, encouraging listeners to skip the small talk and delve into the big talk. Whether you're driving now, sitting on a train or lying in bed, you are probably alone and having your own thoughts and worries of which you may or may not have spoken to anyone about. Each Show Love episode will be different and hopefully spread a bit of positive energy and And promote our strong desire for emotional union after all we're all living breathing emotional feeling beings who need to share and love and if show love helps just one person then it's all been worth it a little bit about me i'm a mum i adore talking to people i work in television and i love love it doesn't matter who you are everyone wants to be loved I set up a company over a year ago for amazing people to find love. I share stories of people who spread love and most importantly, I promote self-love. So today we're starting off with a hard hitter. It's a sensitive subject that's not easy to talk about. So please welcome the brave Chris Mallott who's going to tell us his story. So, please tell us about your Ben Nevis
1: adventure. Basically, good friend of ours, as in Billy Yates, uh, passed away through the worst possible way we can imagine. So I wanted to do something ultimately in his memory, but I also wanted to do it for a a mental health charity. And I just thought, yeah, I was looking through ways of uh, raising money and, and, you know, I was thinking of chucking myself out of a plane. But, you know, I'm quite into or interested, even though I've never done it. Um, into climbing, and I thought, well, if you're going to do a charity climb, then then do the ultimate in the UK, which would be Ben Nevis. So I went up. It was only about three weeks ago now. Yes, yeah, so went up Ben Nevis. It was it was just just amazing. I'm not really a sort of mountain climbing kind of guy. I mean, the weather conditions were awful, which actually made it more interesting. I didn't want to do it easy, if that makes sense. I was with an amazing guide because you can't just come on your own. So I went up with this guy called Dave ironically enough the night before he called me and said look the weather conditions are so awful we might not be able to do this but we woke up the next day and it was actually all right so it started off right it rained a bit then miraculously the sun came out for a bit and then for the last few hours the weather conditions were just awful it was like torrential rain heavy winds whatever um but it's amazing yeah it took about four hours to go up and about four hours to come down and it was like wading through streams it was wading through bogs it was climbing up these boulders but eventually I made it and it, yeah, it was yeah, it's just just amazing. And I had a target of five hundred quid just because of people's generosity I ended up raising nearly fourteen hundred, about thirteen fifty. So yeah, it was fantastic. And I wanna do it again. I'm gonna do it again.
0: So time. how how do you do that? Do you just how do you find this geezer called Dave
1: that Uh will just through a mate. Well you can you can go on the internet, yeah. But I mean you can just go on to Google Charity Climbs obviously in Ben Nevis. and but he was recommended by another mate. Apart from being the brilliant guy, he was just a really, really, really lovely guy. Yeah, I'd only recommend him if you ever go up Ben Nevis.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You'll give a stage number. Yeah, exactly. So how, did it, how long did it take you to get from the bottom to the top?
1: It was four hours up. And you think in normal life, if you go up the hill, coming down is going to be easy. But the coming down is equally as tough because you're going down over rough terrain. You're absolutely knackered anyway. It took about seven hours, I think four hours up, three hours down.
0: So you did it all in one day?
1: Yeah, I did it one day, yeah. One Sunday, yeah. Uh, and is,
0: yeah. It, is it cold?
1: It was fucking freezing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was freezing. Uh, and it was... it was Well, it was freezing because I fell in the stream, so I got soaking wet. You're generally, it keeps you going. There's kind of like three levels. There's the easy level, which was just being no kind of boulder climbing. There, there's a second level, which I did, which was going through the streams and going through the bogs and doing the boulder climbing. And then there's a third level, but I wasn't qualified enough to do that. So I did the middle level, but I'm so glad I did that. And because and, and, it was really tough, it was more um, saxophone. Does that make sense?
2: Mm, you just feel the s- No, of course not. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now there were bits when I was scared when you, I wouldn't say scared, but when you look back, when you climb up because you're up really, really high for obvious reasons, because he's the highest man in the UK, when you kind of look down, that's when you get a little bit nervous because you can, I mean, I fell a couple of times, but not too bad. I mean, you're kind of, as it were the dangerous bits, you, you're on a harness, so you can't really fall too far. But there are a couple of times I fell. Um, but yeah, but right. but you, you know you've got your helmet on. You've got you've got all the protective clothing. Yeah, and what was unusual because of the weather forecasts, there weren't that many people that did it. That, that I mean, Dave, as in Guy Dave, said usually on that kind of day you, you'd have say, hundred two hundred people, but we counted about twelve or thirteen people all day. So usually when you get to the top, you have I don't know, say uh, fifty people, but. Because the weather conditions were so bad, there was at that point, it was only me and Dave. So at one point, I was the highest person geographically, is that right? In the the UK, yeah. Because there's a little little plinth thing you go up on, yeah. Right, and
0: you can see for miles, can you?
1: Well, usually you can, because it was a bit misty and foggy and chucking it down in rain, wasn't (laughs) it? But yeah, generally, you can see, yeah, and the views are fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then what did you raise the money for?
1: I was kind of looking at various charities, um, and there are a lot, again, in memory of Billy so it's linked to memory depression it's the biggest killer of men in their 40s 30s 40s eventually found a charity called calm campaign against living miserably um so I'd look for their website spoke to a couple of people there and decided that's the one I wanted to go for it's a charity specifically set up to speak to depressed men you know I mean I mean obviously you've got Samaritan but that's that's as it were for everyone so I looked at their website spoke to them and yeah wanted to donate to them particularly and my target was 500 quid and I never thought I'd make that, but everybody was just so amazingly generous that as I, say, I ended up about thirteen hundred.
0: And you told me with the thirteen hundred, that does something specific in a day.
1: Yeah, it? I mean that that literally mans their call centre for a day. Or well, it's twelve hundred quid actually does. And I was again speaking to the person then. She's saying they would normally take about two hundred calls a night. So I'm not saying I'm say two hundred lives, but if it's helped, as it were, two hundred people. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean you've um, helped two hundred people. Well, yeah. hopefully, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 which is. So, amazing yeah,
1: varying yeah levels and it of would
0: depending. seem that there are quite a lot of people that need this help
1: yeah yeah males are obviously yeah yeah, yeah
0: and yeah. tell us about your friend
1: Billy uh, well Billy as you know was um, just the most wonderful amazing I mean I would call Billy unique I mean he was I mean, everybody who'd met Billy would, would say exactly the same very brash very very northern um, and as you know just, just unique and brilliantly funny and brilliantly caring you know he was, he was a sort of Your go-to guy, without a doubt, the most honest man um, I've ever met. Yeah, and I lived with him for a few years, so he was was a good mate. Yeah, so I wanted to because what happened? Yeah, I wanted to do something for him. Yeah,
0: and for those that don't know what happened, I don't know if you want to say a little bit about.
1: Yeah, well, I won't go too much, but but he took his own life. Yeah, so yeah,
0: yeah, which came out of the blue, really.
1: Absolutely, yeah, yeah.
0: So anyone who knew Billy, he was. Oh, we were all
1: devastated. Yeah, I mean, he had so many friends. He was a yeah.
0: He was a joker. yeah, yeah. He
1: absolutely. was massively clever. Absolutely, yeah. Just God, God, so intelligent. So yeah, so brilliant. Yeah, just an amazing, amazing guy. You know, and I'm not over exaggerating there, but yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. So tell Loving us about it. living with Billy. Um, it was brilliant. <laughs> I loved it. I think the difference is I'm a little bit OCD. Um. Uh, I mean, Billy had a lot of qualities, but one of them wasn't tidy. <laughs> so, so he was a bit, yeah, he was a bit. No, he, he was just brilliant, you know. He was, he was a bit messy and very loud, but he was just Billy, you know. and He was, you know, very brilliant cook. And it was one of those weird things with Bill that I suppose maybe like anyone, if you've got, if you just got a flatmate, when they go away, it's uh, you're just like punching the air, you know. Um, but after about ten minutes, I used to miss him terribly. Yeah, so, but yeah, no yeah, it was a good, good guy. So I lived with him for a few years. And then moved out and they missed him so much, we back again for various circumstances, yeah. 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 But um, yeah, great guy. I know he, he was people in TV and people everywhere, everyday life would
0: know Bill, yeah. He was, he was lovely. So for anyone who didn't know Billy, he was a cameraman and
1: yeah. Wor- yeah.
0: worked in television. Doing yeah, that. that's right. Yeah. 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 yeah Bill, and uh, yeah, was always laughing. Always laughing. Always happy. Yeah. Would like make everyone laugh.
1: Yeah. Just and, really caring. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And would get you into conversations where you'd be like, wow, you are so clever.
1: Mm, oh, absolutely Christ. I'm a different level to me. Yeah.
0: yeah he did kind of like go to places he thought a lot, right? Oh, very was, deep, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I used to find that fascinating. I used to mm. love talking to him. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Very deep, but very brilliant. And yeah, then we would just,
0: just be stupid.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that's the flip side. He's very yeah. stupid. Yeah. Very stupid. Yeah. So it's, yeah. It's but it's honestly, like I say, totally unique.
0: Yeah. Massively sad. Mm-hmm. And and we're doing this just to sort of like show what it's like for men who feel like they've got nowhere else to go and sort of take their own lives or don't know who to talk to. And
1: yeah, you were yeah.
0: saying earlier about yourself
1: that yeah, um, I mean I make no secret of I put it all over Facebook. Um, I've had a few few drink problems, a drink problem, as in I love drink too much. That's the problem. Um, so a bit of not just because that I, you know like like many men or like many men I just had been on a downer for various reasons many times um, and then I first started seeking help to talk to someone a couple of years ago and I remember going to this therapist and I think I think I'm saying to you earlier that the therapist has got to be quite individual to you you know and I remember going to see this particular woman and she was nice enough but she just didn't I don't know it didn't help that much it didn't resonate and the, the flip side to that as well she was like 85 quid a session, and, and for so, so you took, and that's on, on a, w- a weekly basis. So you're talking, you know, what, a lot three, of money, a, a lot yeah. of money, 350 quid a month, which I couldn't afford. No. Um, and I kind of almost gave up, and then I spoke to somebody, and I wasn't too worried, and, and he told me that you can actually do this all in the NHS. Although I, and and, and that's a positive, but immediately I thought, well, how long does that take? But I I, 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 a particular friend, person I know, recommended. Not recommending. We just said we can go to your own, we, you can go to your own. You um, can go to your own local borough a GP. And I literally, yeah, I just googled it. I literally filled an online form, which took about half hour. Then within a week, somebody called me up. They do an assessment on the phone, and within two weeks, I was I was in having sessions, and it's all for free. So that's the thing to remember. You know, it's all out there. It's all for free.
0: And you um, would definitely say that helps.
1: Oh god, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: absolutely. But I think the thing is to remember, as I say. People just give up and think, you know, I'm going to have to pay a shitload of money for it. But it's not. It's basically out there and it's free.
0: Yeah.
1: You know? And, it, okay, maybe I got lucky that it took. It went through quickly. But um, but generally, yeah, it's out there and it might only take a month or so. Yeah. yeah. So basically don't give up and you can, you
0: can so, talk to someone. And yeah. the Samaritans were say that that also is free yeah it's free as well yeah the exactly at any time 24 hours yeah. and there are I mean, 365 days, a 365 year, days yeah. yeah
1: um but the particular chat we talked about calm which is more um a safe set up to talk to men their number is i know this 0800 58 and um, they're not 24 hour but they are from 5 p.m to midnight every day yeah
0: that's great. Yeah, and then specifically tell them. Specifically to
1: speak to men, yeah. Who, who yeah.
0: are the the highest number of people that yeah, exactly. yeah. It's the biggest
1: this. killer of men between 30 and 50, yeah.
0: So your advice is basically keep talking.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Talk, talk to, to somebody. Talk to somebody. If you don't want to talk to calm or Samaritan, talk to a mate, but just don't hold it in, you yeah. know. And it's nothing to be ashamed of, that's the thing. No. It's nothing to be ashamed
0: of, you No. Know? Talk so, to your friends. Talk to your mates. Talk yeah. to anyone. But Say yeah, it. Exactly. Talk don't to a stranger. Don't hold it
1: in, yeah, because yeah. that's, that's the worst thing, yeah. Keep talking. So, keep
0: talking. Thank you so much, Chris. This podcast is dedicated to you, Billy Yates. You are very missed. Television psychologist Emma Kenny has some advice for anyone feeling down right now.
3: Suicide is the biggest killer of young men, and that's an absolute tragedy. Because the truth is that no matter how desperate you may feel, no matter how isolated and depressed your experience may seem there is always hope, and there are always options. The problem is that when you get to a position where you feel like killing yourself, you just have no self-worth. You imagine that the world is just a better place without you, but it isn't. Because every human being has intrinsic worth, and every human being has something that they can give the world. It's just about finding what that gift is. Asking for help is so important. We know from lots of studies that people who have a supportive framework around them are a lot less likely to kill themselves, but if you are not in a situation where you can go and talk to somebody that you care for and receive that support and love, there are lots of organisations around that will be there to hear you in your period of pain. The Samaritans exist to talk to people in these situations. If you're a young teenager who's male, Papyrus is an organisation you can work with. There's a Depression Alliance and also Campaign Against Living Miserably Calm, which is an excellent resource for young men who are feeling unhappy. These organisations exist because people do get to a position where they don't want to live any longer. But they also exist because they help those individuals find a reason for living. Suicide is always an option but it's a bad one. And when I was growing up, my mum would say to me, know that life has one week wonders. And the truth is that that's real. Something can push you over the edge one week. That actually, if you just have patience, if you just work a little bit harder, if you just access the support around you, it will soothe and calm and you will move on. Because whether you believe it or not, your life is valuable and you have meaning but sometimes you need a little bit of help on the way to see just what that meaning is. Thank you
0: for being amazing, Emma Kenny. Those numbers again are Samaritans 116 123 and CALM 0800 58 58 58. Please talk to someone. That's it until next time. Love you for listening and don't forget to show love. Show Love would like to thank Ollie Trevers for the song Saucy Naughty Rubbish Danny Wright for the song Staying In and Pete Smith and Alex McArdle for their kindness, ears and talent Follow us on Facebook Show Love UK or Twitter and Instagram at Show Love UK or email with your views to showloveuk at gmail.com
2: Get through, I know I'll start it in a minute or two Lay back in bed, reminisce instead Let's plan it all in my head Procrastination, self-stimulation Instant gratification, I'm self-medicating Therapist recommending More meditating Wasted education I Shift the mood, so I order Chinese food. Said, fuck it, just keep the change, dude. Finance situation, spent on dedication. Dreams of Emmy Stadium, and my name carved in the payment.